Welcome to every one of you out there. We appreciate you studying with us. Today we are in chapter 5, and we have the seven seals to be opened. And uh, we want you to note how important this is to our victory. Which uh, only the lamb that was slain is worthy to open in nine. And therefore the elders praise him and confess that he redeemed them with his blood. We all know who we're talking about there, don't we? So um, I want you to note here, though, what John's attitude is about not having someone worthy to open the book because this is the prayers of the saints being answered, folks. Just is. So that being said, we get to some more of this intro. It says, why an intro, I mean an introduction to where the uh, seals are opened. In verse 1 it says, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne, capital T, a book written within and on the back side sealed with seven seals. And the Lord has all kinds of books. We're going to study some of those in Enoch, uh, including that book of life that we're all written into before the world began. So here is an almighty important book here. The beginning of the seven, seven, and seven, which is our victory. And... Uh, there we see in two that, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seven and to loose the seals thereof? Question mark. In three, and no man in heaven and, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Okay, notice the firmaments here. And that, that is the same type of description given in the creation there at the beginning of Genesis. All right? So, uh... That, that harmonizes with the whole Bible. And here it is again in three. Now here is John, and what does he think about this? Um, what is his attitude about introducing the seals? He says, and I, that's John, wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. So that's how important it is to have this fulfillment of all the prophecies that are here in the book of Revelation that all the saints over the years have been longing for this victory for all the saints and to make the crooked straight in the world and bring paradise to earth. Now, in 5... We have one of the elders answering. It says, and one of the elders, that's the 24 elders, folks, 
saith unto me, Weep not, that's capital W, Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. The translators are sending you back to Genesis 49.9, which is a deathbed prophecy by Jacob over his sons. And so in 49.9 we have uh, this uh, prophecy about Christ and where he would come from. In that prophecy, all 12 sons get a prophecy and Joseph gets a good one, but Dan gets a bad one. Dan gets the Antichrist prophecy there in Genesis 49. It's a wonderful prophecy. In 6, and I looked, in 6, and I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Okay, there's the seven angels, folks. And remember these titles for them. Because they are called the seven eyes back in the Old Testament. They're also called the seven horns. And the horns are horns of power because they do the bidding of God Almighty. And their eyes. Notice how the four beasts had these eyes. They have, they can see into the past. They can see into the future. They're timeless. Okay. Anyway, they're described in the Old Testament as seven eyes or seven horns. Okay, so we have that here. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Okay. Now, what are that, them prayers? Well, it's the prayer to have our victory. Okay. All right. Nine, it says, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, 
out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. So you see, there's good guys and gals in every nation of the earth. There's no nation that is absolutely holy. No. They are all involved in the whore of Babylon. But there are good people that know Jesus Christ in every bloodline in the world. And uh, this uh, new song is prophecy fulfilled. It's, uh, it's all through Psalms. It's in prophecy uh, because the Lord's, um, if you go to uh, King Solomon's the preacher there in the Old Testament, he says there's nothing new under the sun. But to here we have a new song. Now the first song in the Bible is the Song of Moses. The last song in the Bible is the Song of Moses. And, but here in the middle of that is this new song here in the end times. And that is very prophetic because it's prophesied that the saints in the last days would sing this new song and in heaven. All right, so there's that. And as the song goes on here, it describes in 10, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Again, the uh, fluffy church people, they... They always say, well, you, you die and you go to heaven and the earth here goes on. And that's what they're taught. It's carnal Christianity. And that's just not true. The promise is that people that passed on that are in paradise now are going to come to earth. And heaven's coming to earth, north star to earth. Okay. So there is that. 11, and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Okay. All right. And that is all through the Old Testament. Here it is in the New Testament. That is a numbers right there in the book of Joel of all the creatures that know the Lord. Okay. So there it is. You'll recognize that and you'll see that pop up again and again in the Bible. In 12, it says, saying with a loud voice. Now, this is all the saints here in that number. Saying with a loud voice. Worthy, capital W, is the Lamb, capital L, that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And that is seven of those. And that's the way the Bible is. The number teaches us. Okay? All right. So, 13 and every creature which is in heaven 
and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying blessing honor glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and and unto the lamb forever and ever and there were four of those and those are over these four beasts all connected to the holy ghost in 14 two sevens and the four beasts said amen and the four and twenty elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever now somebody com commented and they said whenever you see a, a door open to heaven is that not one of the gateways in chapter 4? Okay, uh, it, you know, it, it starts off in chapter 4. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. Is that not one of the gateways, folks? Well, when we get to Enoch, we're going to see bigger descriptions of it, and even Christ himself said to his apostles, the gates of hell will not prevail against his church and those gateways, those doorways, those type of things are real and they're going to be described. Now, Satan uses some of those also in his occult magic and so there's the good and the bad portholes and a doorway is the same thing. Okay? Okay.